in a world often riddled with division, that feeling of more stands as a beacon of unity and understanding, honoring the rich tapestry of human experience. Embark on this transformative adventure with Elena as she reveals the hidden depths of our collective spirit and awakens the limitless potential residing within each one of us. Join Elena as she journeys alongside others who have embraced voice within. Get ready to be moved, uplifted, and forever altered as you uncover the essence of the soul's journey guided by the insightful and compassionate Alana Green. Hey everyone, I would love to welcome you back to that Feeling of War podcast and I'm so excited to have Miss Laura Orr here with me who not only hosts her own podcast called the Gut- Gutsy Podcast, she's also an alignment coach. So I'm super excited just to dive right in and get to know you a little more. Thanks uh, so much for having me. You're so welcome. So tell me, tell me a little bit about you. Yeah, so I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. I've been an yeah. entre- entrepreneur for the last 15 and a half years. I started my branding agency when I was six and a half months pregnant with my son. I quit my full-time job, go? started my business from my couch and a laptop, figured it out as I went, built a successful and and wonderful branding agency, which is still alive and well. Um, but through the years, I found that I was really intrigued by the person that we were working with, even more so than the brand itself. And what I mean by that is I just realized like as an entrepreneur, there's just a lot of thoughts and feelings and emotions and a journey and highs and lows and weirdness that not everyone experiences if you're not an entrepreneur. And that made me super freaking curious. And so I started leaning into that. I started interviewing people on um, what at that time was called the Green Couch Project, like actual like they came into my office. We had a studio set up. It was a whole production. And I was like, I love this, but it costs a lot of money to put on this production. So how can I do more of this and lower my cost at the same time? Well, let me figure out how to run a podcast. Yeah. So I I changed and shifted the guts uh, the Green Couch Project into the Gutsy Podcast, and that was four and a half years ago. It's a top one hundred podcast now under entrepreneurship, and I get to connect with and coach and teach and guide women all around the world on how to rediscover who they are and what they actually want so that they can get back into alignment and do the shit that they actually came here to do in the first place. Yes, I love that. So tell me a little bit about your spiritual uh, journey. Oh, yeah, my spiritual journey. So I've always been like what might be classified as like a little bit of the weird one, right? I think that we get Mm -hmm. shoved into that category. I can remember very distinctively as a little girl, like going into the woods and like I would like call on spirits right like I would go there was always this like circular area that I was drawn to and I was fascinated by nature and feelings and rocks and incense and just like all this witchy stuff you know of course at that time I had no idea what it was and funny that you say that because it's one of the things that I never really paid attention to when I started getting into this and then I realized the same thing. It's like, oh, man, I used to, my friend and I used to, like, go hide in the woods and make spells and all kinds of fun stuff like that. Absolutely. Like, oh, this? yeah. Look, there was also this, like, during the fall, I can remember, like, it was known in my neighborhood. And I, I don't even know how old I was, seven, eight, maybe. Yeah. I, it right? was known, especially around Halloween, that I would throw some, like, bomb-ass, like, like Halloween circles Right. And we would Mm -hmm. sit around and we would tell stories and cast spells. And like, it was just a whole thing. And I just, I've always been intrigued by it. Right. And um, I went to Salem 
a long ass time ago. And I remember when I went there, I was like, what is this place? Right. Mm -hmm. Like these are like, these are all the things that I've been interested in. And so it's been, it's been an interesting journey to just like allow that to unfold. It's like anytime that I've tried to push it away, it's like, excuse me, miss, (laughs) you know who you are. We're all coming along with you. So, you know, I talk to spirits and I have tarot cards and I almost always have a crystal in my pocket or a bag of them in my purse. And infusing that spirituality into my business has also been kind of a journey as well, which maybe we can get into a little bit. Yeah, I love that. You know, I've always just been really good about leaning into what makes me feel curious and what lights me up. And my spirituality and my connection with source and spirits and um, just this like higher awesomeness that I just feel super in tune with. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been beautiful, right? And it's honestly been one of the things that has helped me get to where I am and helped me to really discover who I truly am. I love that. So is there a point in like before you even started, you know, when we get into the business stuff, but is there a point in your personal life where you just started, you really started to embrace and lean into that? Yeah. You know, I don't know that there was like a turning point. Mm -hmm. I think it's always just been like a gradual increase, right? It's like turning up the volume a little bit each year. Mm -hmm. And like I said, leaning into the curiosity, leaning into the stuff that that made me feel like, oh, this like they get me right. Like when the craft came out in the 90s, I was like, right. These are my people. I will call the corners, right? Like I'm doing all the stuff and practical magic and just all that mm-hmm. stuff. And, I, and I'm always like, I feel yeah. I I just feel like there's something bigger than all of us, and and and, and it's here to guide and support us. So I don't know that there was like a turning point, but rather just like a turn of the knob, mm-hmm. like with each phase of my life where it just got long, like louder and stronger. I love that you just embraced it as it went along and showed up. And like you said, it's one of those things that like, you know, somebody's, you try to kind of push it away because it does hit us as like, because of what's going on in society of like where we were, even at that point of like, we can't share this. This seems kind of weird and kind of hooky and woo and stuff. And, but you just continue to embrace it. And that's the biggest thing. And when we can step into it and trust that there's a purpose and it keeps coming, like knocking at the door going, no, 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 you need to come. We need to be with you. We need to be part of this. And uh, it's so beautiful when we embrace it, we see what happens. So tell us a little bit about what you, in the bridge of your business, how did that, how did that unfold? Yeah, I, I didn't go into business with my, you know, kind of witchiness in the forefront by any means. It was like, Mm -hmm. that was just like a secret part of me that, you know, I only do that behind closed doors, right? Like nobody sees me doing it. Because like you just mentioned, there's been a lot of you know, especially, gosh, so I've been in business for 15 years, 15 years ago. I mean, yep. the landscape has changed tremendously in the last couple of years totally. um, where it is more, you know, forefront. And, you know, it's like you raise your hand and then all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, yeah, me too. And and that's great. But 15 years ago, no, absolutely not. People would have thought I was bad shit crazy. Mm-hmm. And now I don't really care. But back then I did. And so it was interesting, like, I started noticing how my intuition was playing into choosing clients or building services. And I started noticing when I was absorbing people's energy and like, why am I feeling chaotic right now? I was fine 10 minutes ago. And like, just all these different parts where I was like, what is happening? Like, I really feel out of control. Part of my spirituality is like, I am like a sponge. I mm-hmm. feel I feel everything. I sense everything. I'm super intuitive. And I like, 
hear but not audibly if that makes sense yeah so like i i get that kind of like nudge or feeling or saying or like answer and i'm like oh okay and so i started like leaning into how does that play into business and i would use it again kind of as a tool but silently yes like when we're going to do something i would like check in with myself but not speak it out loud and again just kind of like kind of be be behind the curtains and then sorry can i just stop right there just that what's the feeling that you felt like you needed to hide it you needed to keep it behind closed doors you know that's a good question i think because i've always kind of been the odd one out and i didn't want to add another layer to it i also have grown up and and continue to do work with abandonment from childhood and from people pleasing to keep people around and I I think that I felt like a part of me, uh, like people would leave if I really showed them every ounce of who I am. Yeah. And, you know, that that took some time to to really come full circle with and to feel comfortable with and realizing that, you know, it got to the point where it was like it was almost more painful to not just express it and use it than it was to keep it behind the curtain. And it was also not really an intentional thing. Like I was not trying to hide it from anyone. I just didn't feel like anybody may understand me. And if they did see that part of me, then they might be out the door. Yeah. So I think it was a safety mechanism. I think it was a trauma response. I think that there was a lot of pieces that, you know, kind of went into that. Yeah. No, I appreciate you sharing the vulnerability and sharing that. Because, But that's the thing is that a lot of us are in that same boat that we start this spiritual journey. We feel like you know, we have this awakening of something that's inside of us. We start connecting the dots of like, okay, this has been here and I haven't really noticed it. And I start paying attention to it. But like you said, we feel like we can't share. And it's not that we're doing it on purpose, but there's this piece of us that we feel like it won't be recognized. Or like you said, people will leave or walk away. But it's so amazing that you like, as you've been showing and sharing is that, you know, as you start embracing it, it actually started to assist you and propel you forward. So yeah, like I mean, that story. Yeah, I think the other thing with that too is like, I think a lot of a lot of the stuff with spiritual awakening and really like coming into your abilities is you may be the only one in your circle doing it. Mm-hmm. And that can feel really kind of uncomfortable, you yeah. know, when you're kind of spearheading and doing something different than what your friends or your family are doing or you're exploring something new. You know, I think that could be true for anything. But really, when you get down, when you like, you start peeling the layers and you start really like tapping into a whole different depths of yourself and no one else around you is doing that that's i mean not only does that shine a light on a lot of shit let's be honest (laughs) yeah (laughs) a lot of stuff but it's also like now i don't know that i have a connection or maybe you don't understand me or i don't understand you or and it's not saying that that's right or wrong or you have to choose to it's not about changing anybody else but i think that sometimes that can deter people because if you don't have a support team around you it can feel a little bit lonely and a little bit weird. Yeah. So have you cultivated that kind of circle of people yet that you've uh, you've been able to connect with in that in that way? I think so. You know, I uh, you know, COVID obviously did wonders and yeah. <laughs> not in all in a great way, but you know, certainly great things came out of it. But you know, my circle got very small very quickly, and I think when when I really started to embrace it and just use it like especially as I went into coaching especially as I was recording my podcast I think that's when it really started to come alive yeah. in the business because I'm like this this is my magic this is how I do my work this is like 
my secret sauce, right? Like this is the thing that helps me to drive women. So why the fuck wouldn't I use this, Mm -hmm. right? And the more I started to use it, the more I started to talk about it, it's like a beacon of light goes up. And then people come in my world and they're like, oh my gosh, I love this stuff too, right? Like even being able to connect with you, right? You put your beacon up yeah, and I, I see you in a random Facebook group and I'm like, yep, there's my people. Absolutely. I want to have a conversation about this, right? And I think that's that's what it is, is like the courage to be yourself and start to put yourself out there, yeah. knowing that there are other people like you kind of in the night <laughs> that, right? that are waiting and looking for someone else to be like, hey, me like you too let's do stuff and and it's crazy even in the kind of really crazy part is like locally to me not even on the internet but locally i live in a small town it's fairly conservative you know this is the way we've done things and that's how we're always going to do it and but it's a beautiful town right it's sweet i hear that charismatic and all that stuff but it's not a witchy town (laughs) right it that's not like there isn't a forefront to that but I did an event that where we had some vendors in. I bought a commercial building. We did a, a vendor event where we had like spiritual businesses. Yeah, the beacon went up and guess what? They all came out. And I think that that's the power of it is like even in areas where you feel like maybe there isn't a group or people or support. All you got to do is put your foot out there once. And yeah. it's amazing how many people raise their hand and come to the table. It's funny that you mentioned that because actually I'm I'm here on the East Coast in Canada and Prince Edward Island and I kind of have that same feeling here. But we just literally as of uh, next month, we're starting a, a bunch of us are starting a, a vendor event very similar to that where we've had filled the tables and we have people that are going to that are raising their hand to to kind of start spreading the word between readings and tarot and yep. uh, Reiki, all of this beautiful stuff. So, um, yeah, no, we had crystals, we had yeah. Reiki, we had all kinds of different like massage type of techniques we had just like all the energetic stuff and it felt so good and i'm exactly. like ah. like even in this it, even in our town where you wouldn't think that that mm-hmm. exists same here they're, they're all doing their thing so i i love i would love to follow up and hear how your event goes because it's it's amazing when people feel seen and heard and they know that there are other people like them out there especially local to them that's a game changer for a lot of people yeah i think so as well and like you said following or finding that collection of people. Because when you mentioned a couple of times already, like, you know, I felt like I was crazy. And this is exactly what this podcast is about, is to normalize and take that that stigma off of this conversation, to be able to have us share the story, to normalize it, to make it so it's not like every conversation we have doesn't have to preface with, this might sound crazy or a little woo-woo or yeah. And because- that's a, I think that's a good point, right? Like getting to the point where you, you're not prefacing yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need to lead with like, well, this might be odd or, well, you might think I'm nuts or just, just be right. Because their opinion of whatever you say is, has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Their own belief systems. It's not about convincing anybody. You're just being who you are. And that doesn't need to be prefaced. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing, right? The more we share this, this conversation, the more we continue to, to open up to people the more that it will be normal. And that's what I said. I'm like, wouldn't it be interesting if this conversation was normal? And that's that's exactly why we're here today. So tell me a little bit about when you started sharing this in your business, how that really impacted your business. Yeah, you know, for one, it freed me. Yeah. Oh, that's good. good. Yeah. I, I didn't have to think about how to like keep this behind the curtain anymore or when to show it or how to preface it and all that. I just... 
it freed me because I wrote the way that I want to write. I speak the way I want to speak. I show up the way I want to show up when I'm working with clients. It just like it pours out of me. Right. It's like I now I can't stop it, even if I wanted to. It, it would the spirit would be like, no, <laughs> we've come too far to put this in a closet somewhere. So it it helped me. It freed me. It also helped me connect with ideal clients and the right people, not just in the coaching side of things, but on on the podcast side of things, you know, attracting the right guests and people that I really resonate with. And when there's a connection and you may have found this already in in the beginning of this podcast, like when you connect with the right people, the vibration just goes through the fucking roof. Oh, yeah. Like when you're done, you're like, I'm going to take shit on today. Right. Like you're just (laughs) it just changes the game. And and I found that 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 was super true for me, right? Like when I get off these calls, I'm not exhausted. I'm enlightened. Yes. I'm more, I'm more tapped in. I'm more energetic. Content for social media pours out of me. Ideas for programs pour out of me. So it's like when you tap in, and I believe that that's a big form of alignment, mm-hmm. when you tap in and you're fully aligned with yourself, that stuff just pours out of you like liquid, beautiful gold. And yeah. That's been powerful beyond all means. Like imagine hiding a huge part of your magic in your business. That struggle will continue, right? Mm-hmm. And I was struggling for a long time in a lot of different ways. And when I started to just like embrace that, it was like the beacon went up, the hands went up, and people are in my world. And I'm super thankful for that because I get to be myself yeah. and I get to work with people that appreciate my full self not a version of me that I have like needed to to put something on to to hide this version of me. Yeah, I love that because it's it shows like when you let out the whole self, you're com- like you said, you're completely aligned in your oneness and you remove those filters that we, you know, kind of put over top of us to kind of hold those things back and you pour from your heart. Like like you said, it just people come to you, you get you show this it's like kind of using your magnet but only using half of it right? Like some of it's coming out, but you're not really, but if you use a hundred percent of the, that magnetism, that attraction that's within you, when you fully step into it, that's when magic happens, right? Your business, I'm sure just blew up. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the whole game changed, honestly, finances changed, services changed, the way I built and structured my company changed, like everything changed because it was, it was. It became so glaringly obvious what was out of alignment mm-hmm. that I was no longer willing to tolerate it. And so now I use my intuition and my abilities as it's like it's my first check, right? Like if something's coming in the door, that's the first line that it goes through. And if it's a hell yes, and if it's, you know, I'm really tapped into it and I'm feeling good about it, then we move forward. If I'm unclear, we pause and sit on it for a little bit. If it's a no, my body will scream at me, right? Like, and that that tool has been incredible for me because before I would just everybody in, right? Like, let's yeah. just do all the things. And that was pretty exhausting. And now that's not the case. I love that you said that you use it as a tool. So can you just share a little bit about how you kind of because I'm sure it takes a little it took a little refining and defining of what that felt like, you know, now you know it screams at you whenever that's a no. But how did you kind of understand or develop that skill or that tool yeah so i think that everyone feels their intuition differently so Mm -hmm. to each their own and it's really important to understand where you feel things 
So for me, I'm very much like a, a gut check type of person, literally physically in my gut. I feel things. I also just get instinctive feelings, right? And I don't even know that I can pinpoint where it's at. It's just like a knowing, right? Mm-hmm. Like a, just a deep knowing. But I think understanding that is like a muscle. And yeah. the more you use it, the stronger it gets. Mm-hmm. And so at first, it may be like, you know, is this me? Is it, am I making stuff up? And I found that when you start having conversations in your brain, that's not your intuition. Mm. That's your brain and your subconscious trying to take over. Your subconscious is like, hold on, we've not done this before. I don't know how to handle this. Let's go back to the shit that we already know, right? And so I found that if you start getting into the mental chatter in your brain, that's not your intuition, nine and a half times out of 10. So noticing, am I feeling or am I thinking? is a really big indicator that is huge. where that is coming from. And so once I learned that, then I'm like, okay, now I understand. Now I get it. Because now I have an indicator to know, am I trying, am I just making stuff up? Am I trying to convince myself? Am I trying to talk myself into something? Am I overthinking something? Okay. That's my brain. We're not doing that today. Okay. But if there's just like this silent instinctiveness, just like a knowing or like a whisper that kind of comes across or just like my body reacts to something or like I can just like sense it. Like I can even like feel it right now. It's just like, yeah, I, I don't know how to explain this, but I just know. And so now I must trust that. And I think that that's one of the most important things after knowing where you feel it and what's going on in your brain versus your body is then giving yourself permission to move forward, even if you don't have all the answers. Even, oh, if you have, even if you have no idea. Yeah. Even if you don't know the who and the what and the where and the when and the why. And it, even if it just sounds like what to somebody else, it doesn't matter. If you know, you know. And that is spirit coming through you and saying, hey, here are some breadcrumbs. Are you willing to follow them? Mm, that's a big, big golden nugget right there is really paying attention to what's showing up. And like you said, there's this, you put it through the filter, like you spoke of earlier, and kind of put it through that filter. Is this a yes? Is this a hell no? And when you feel it, when you know it, and you just follow the next step, we kind of get so caught up in, like you said, the overthinking and the, I need to know all the things because we've been so trained to know all the details first and know everything before we take our first step. But what if we just take the steps and because you're taking the steps, the next step shows up and we just trust that. Yes. And the next step is what reveals the next bit of information that you need. Yeah. That's, That's the brilliance behind messy action is I see not not having all the answers and choosing to move forward anyway, knowing that because you are aligned, because you have chosen, because you are trusting, the next batch of information that you need is after that action. Mm-hmm. And so with the, the next one and with the next one, and before you know it, you're doing the thing. So it's it's a lot of trust. It's a lot of tapping in. It's a lot of like using your abilities, you know, as a tool, as it, it's one of your greatest gifts. Oh, girl, you're dropping some good nuggets here. This is so good. <laughs> so what now? Where are, you, where are you at? Where are you looking to go? And how is this a connection to spirit helping you move there? Yeah, you know, I I have accepted that I have a big mission in this world. Mm-hmm. That spirit is like, we've got stuff to do. We had to go through a bit of a shitstorm to learn the information that we need. Yeah. And now we have that information. Oh, that actually makes me emotional thinking about it. That's interesting. We have the information that we need now, and now it's time to do the thing and impact others. 
So I am obsessed with connection, with being with like-minded, specifically women, women in business, and honestly, just helping women rediscover who they actually are and mm-hmm. what they truly want. You know, like the mindset stuff, again, that just continues to be curious to me. So helping women get out of their heads and do the thing. So that's through the podcast. That is through speaking events. I'm super hungry to get on stages again. Um, Oh, you're that. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love a good connect, like physical in-person stuff. Gosh, that just raises the bar in so many ways. And continuing to serve my audience and, and the new people that are coming. Oh, this is so good. If somebody wanted to connect with you and, and reach out to you, how could they do that? Yeah. So LauraAura.com is the best place. It's L-A-U-R-A-A-U-R-A.com. That's the hub where you can find my classes and courses. I love, love, love to do one-on-one coaching. I have some group programs, of course, as well. And then if you're on social, I play the most on TikTok. That's my social playground. I'm at that Laura Aura on all social platforms. Beautiful. Well, this has just been so good and juicy and you've been dropping some really good things, you know, about the intuition and allowing that filter, that curtain to be dropped to step into it. And because of that, it's literally elevated your business. And when it just shows the evidence of when you embrace that part of us, that part of you, that it impacts everything in your life. It's not just one of those things that we're, you know, we feel like I love the word, you know, freeing through the release of this understanding, but it helps you just to elevate and you impact more people by embracing it as well, right? Absolutely. 110%. Just turn off the volume a little bit each day. This is so good. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your heart and your spirit. And again, thank you for being a little vulnerable and and some of those thoughts and feelings of sharing, you know, what that felt like for you in in the process. But I know it's going to touch somebody and it's going to reach somebody to say, you know, well, maybe this is something I need to do, too. And uh, I'm so happy for that. It's my absolute pleasure. Thanks for holding the space for us to have this conversation. For sure. Anyway, well, thank you so much for joining us today. Have a beautiful day. Love you lots. Take care. Thank you, beautiful souls, for joining us today on that Feeling of More podcast with your host, Alana Green. We'd love to invite you to connect with Alana and our guests at lifeisajourneycoaching.com. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you can join us on our next journey of awakening.